1: New York Giants fans, and welcome to your Monday, May 23rd edition of the Valentine's News Podcast here on Big Blue Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, as always, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Today we have a uh, a special interview for you with New York Giants running back Sandro who Came to the Giants two years ago as part of the uh, International Pathway Program out of Austria, Path now in his 3rd season trying to to make the Giants roster. We talked with him about uh, about his first couple of years, about his optimism for year 3 and about his role in mentoring and helping international pathway program player Roy Embateka who was signed by the Giants during the offseason. Uh, as a a developmental offensive tackle. So interesting stuff uh, from Gummer, and we'll get to that momentarily. But just wanted to hit a couple of things coming out of last week's OTA access and the news over the weekend. First, the news over the weekend, Pat Leonard of the New York Daily News reporting that uh, wide receiver Kadarius Toney had arthroscopic knee surgery during the offseason, which is why he's been working out in a red non-contact jersey uh, throughout the uh, the OTAs at this point. Listen, I understand the frustration with Kadarius Tony. I understand that people are frustrated after his rookie season. I was frustrated by his rookie season as well because you can clearly see the talent. You can clearly see what the young man can do when the Giants get the ball into his hands, you want him to be available. You want him to, uh, to really push to be the best player he can be in the NFL because he can be a true difference maker. And I understand people wanting to write him off, wanting to call him a bust, you know, all of that. But I don't believe that you can do that at this point. You know, He's not the first player in the in in the world to to have arthroscopic knee surgery, so you know it it is what it is. Yes, it's another injury in a in a what was a long line of injuries, you know, during his uh, during his rookie season. But let's see what happens when the young man gets to training camp. Let's see what happens with Brian Dable, Mike Kafka, with the new coaching staff. Let's see what happens when they get him on the field. See, see how he works with Wandale Robinson. See how the Giants can uh, can incorporate, you know, Kenny Galladay. I don't think you. A, as frustrating as it is, let's not write off Kadarius Tony just yet. And an interesting, really interesting note when you think back on the on the trade that saw the Giants drop from 11 to 20 to uh, to get Kadarius Tony. When you think about all of the picks that the Giants acquired with the uh, with the trade down, yes, the Giants passed on Rashawn Slater, yes they passed on Micah Parsons you know in moving down you know from 11 to 20 but they got that seventh overall pick this year. they got a couple of other draft picks and when you look at it, the trade down has turned into Kadarius Tony. 7th overall pick Evan Neal, Aaron Robinson who the Giants uh picked last year, they used one of the picks they got from Chicago to move up and get Robinson in the 3rd round and the fourth player to come out of that uh out of that uh that trade as well is tight end Daniel Bellinger. So you look at uh you look at that trade now and it's Tony Neal, Aaron Robinson, Daniel Bellinger and i think there is a really really good chance that the giants come out well ahead in that trade especially if kadarius tony is able to harness that talent and stay on the field so i'm just not i'm just not willing to write tony off yet there's too much talent there i understand the frustration i understand that he's got to be available Understand that that some things have to change with Kadarius Tony, but he's still a very young person, very young player, and, and let's see what happens with with the new coaching staff in place. The second thing I wanted to mention, coming out of last week's OTA, is that as of Thursday, you may have seen this at Big Blue View on our on our website. It looks like Shane Lemieux, fifth round pick a couple years ago out of Oregon is healthy, and is right now penciled in as the starting left guard. Now, it's still May. That doesn't mean he's going to be the starting left guard in September. That could well be the case if he stays healthy and plays well throughout the rest of the spring, throughout training camp and the preseason. But uh, when I listened to, to offensive line coach Bobby Johnson talk the other day, he was talking about John Feliciano, the center that the Giants brought from the Buffalo Bills, And he referred to Feliciano as a dirtbag. And he referred to him that way in as nice a way, I suppose, as you can use that term. He talked about Feliciano playing with an edge, you know, playing with toughness, playing, you know, to the edge of the rules, per se. And he said that is an attitude, that is a personality that he wants from all of his offensive linemen. He said clearly, he said that if you don't play with an edge, you're not going to play You know, for him. And he also said that Shane Lemieux was a player that he really, really liked coming out of Oregon. Bobby Johnson at the time was offensive line coach in Buffalo, said that he really is, is glad to have the opportunity to coach Lemieux. When you look back at Lemieux's college scouting reports, they reference power, toughness, grit, Availability, which are all things that Johnson talked about. You know, Lemieux played, made 52 consecutive starts at Oregon. The injury that he had that cost him time last year is really the first time he's been hurt and had to miss time. So I do think that Bobby Johnson is serious when he talks about his, his like, his appreciation for Shane Lemieux. I think that if anyone is going to take that job away from Lemieux, it would be third-round pick Joshua Azuda out of North Carolina. But, you know, having Lemieux, having Max Garcia, the veteran offensive lineman that the Giants signed as a as interior line depth at at guard and center, that gives the Giants time to develop Azuda. They don't have to play him before they're 100% comfortable that he's ready. And we'll see, you know, we'll see when that is. Maybe Lemieux plays well enough to... Uh, to to grab that job and keep it, we'll have to see. But uh, but anyway, it looks right now like Shane Lemieux is healthy and, and has an opportunity to uh, to win that starting job in uh, 2022. All right, Giants fans, let's take a short break here for a word from our sponsors at SB Nation. When we come back, I will be talking to Sandro Platzgummer. Had a chance to to sit down with him. Uh, after the OTA on Thursday and and spend 10 or 15 minutes uh, getting to know him and his story a little bit better. Hope you enjoy that interview coming up here after the break.
0: Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience.
1: Wanted to talk to you a little bit, um, just about where you are in your career. This is third year for you. Um, how much different has this experience been for you than you thought it might be?
2: Uh, coming from Austria, you man. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I kind of anticipated it that way. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I knew the NFL since I was a little kid. You know, mm-hmm. I played football since I was uh, six years old. I, I know I knew football when I was four because my brother played before me. So, I kind of expect, I had always had high expectations. Of course, like, I always thought, like, every NFL player is, like, a, almost like a robot. Like, everybody eats perfectly and trains perfectly. Whereas, like, now that you're here, you actually see that most of them are, I mean, they're great athletes, but also normal people. Like, people still go out, people still, like, have fun in their life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that was different, but the business part, like, the football part was... Uh, I would say pretty much as expected, but my expectations were really high, too, so
1: lived up to it. For sure. Just as far as, um, you know, maybe being on the field, you know, with these guys, is the game different than you thought it might be, or is it just football at a higher level? Um, I mean, the game is the
2: same, and mm-hmm. it is it is football at a higher level. I would say there's more game within the game, like saying, like, mm-hmm. well, defense might bring more complicated bl- blitzes than we did over there, you know? hmm something that I've never seen over there might happen here at the same time like a lot of the, 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 the play concepts for the offense are exactly the same and the, and the reason being is we had like the club I used to play for um, have, was established in 1992 so they've been around for 30 years by the time I, play, I played it was about around 25 years so mm-hmm. we had a couple of college coaches former NFL coaches coach over there some of them stayed, some of them just went there for like a year or two, Mm
1: -hmm. and then
2: came back to the US. And that's really, like, nobody over there made up football, just watched football and said, like, let's let's do this, whatever they did on the field. Mm -hmm. We actually had coaches in there, like, teaching us how to do it. And we had um, football coaches, Austrian football coaches, come to the US and, like, watch NFL practices. Mm -hmm. Because my team was called the Raiders, so we used to have a connection with the Oakland Raiders. Back then, and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of coaches would go over there and, and watch practice over there. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, connections with SMU, Hawaii, uh, mm-hmm. University of Hawaii, like mm-hmm. a lot of different universities that we got the place from and uh, implemented like a couple different uh, concepts, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that made up the offense that we played over there.
1: And, you know, like I said earlier, this is year three for you. Um, how much better of a football player do you think you are? You know, than, than you were when you got here.
2: Um, I think I'm definitely a better football player. It's gonna be hard to compare, but pretty sure I'm better. What's the biggest difference to me is, is, I know more about what I what I always did well and what I always didn't do perfectly. You mm-hmm. know, there's some things that are naturally like just did the right way, even though some somebody might have not told me. I mean, the mm-hmm. coaching was good, you know, but it's it was probably not as good as the coaching I could have could have gotten, on, like. On, mm-hmm really good colleges or especially even in the nfl so i just learned some things and saw some things differently and Mm -hmm. and so like good thing i always did that the right way even though nobody told me and some things that i just noticed like well i've done that um on a high level but i haven't done it perfectly like let's say Mm -hmm. like uh returning punts and kicks like that was a different thing for me because i always thought it's like Just catching the ball, keeping my eyes up so I can see everybody. It's actually about looking the ball all the way in, and then looking up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's a very small difference, um, but nobody has ever told me that over there. So Mm -hmm. the way I've been doing it, I was very successful. Mm -hmm. I could probably uh, still catch like most of the punts, but if you want to be on the highest level, if you want to be one of the best and play on this level, you just got to do everything perfectly. You know what I mean? So that's a those are the things that I just noticed and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm definitely much smarter rather than just a better athlete which I'm which I am for sure too
1: it's the small details the exactly small yes, small yep. right. gratifying for you that, that a new GM new coaching staff you know gave you a contract and brought you in and gave you a chance for sure yes mm-hmm. um, I was re- very relieved by that I mean I I, I went home after
2: last, sh- last season and, and thought to myself like every opportunity I really got like I took advantage of it I was actually proud of myself like the year I had I was happy with it even though I wasn't on the roster I felt like I've I've done everything to, to try to get there um, and now being able to have another year to prove it and, and get even better you know and uh, just obviously every year you get better every year you I know more and uh, I'm glad I'm here um, and I'm gonna take it the same way and uh, obviously with a new GM and, and coach uh, I, it's more likely that changes can happen right and uh mm-hmm. I, I have more more of the ability to have like a good first impression, mm-hmm. because my first impression with the old coaching staff was, I just came out of a hotel for after like a month. I just got the playbook, um, trying to learn the game at the highest level now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say uh, that makes a difference really, and uh, mm-hmm. also the way that we
1: handle things differently now. You know, and you're getting an opportunity to return some kicks and punts at this point this time around you really haven't had that the last uh last year I don't remember you doing that
2: that's right so so what pretty much in Austria I mean I I was always like the pretty much the fastest guy on the field you know Mm -hmm. um most athletic so I, I mostly played returner I didn't really um I played pp on punt but most of the Let's say uh, I, wouldn't, I didn't play Gunner, even though I could have. You know, mm-hmm. I, they tried to save me for, for offense, mm-hmm. which is a little bit different now because now I'm trying to play more special teams in offense. Mm-hmm. And um, really, I don't want to leave any uh, stones unturned, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've done, like, sm- many different things over the last two two seasons, really, on, mm-hmm. on the practice squad during the season, also in the preseason. I played so many different positions that I could play on special teams, which are quite many... With my skill set, the only thing I really haven't worked on as much is a uh, punt return. I have done kickoff return, but not as much punt return. So that's why I'm I'm glad to get the opportunity now to work on that in the off season in the spring now. Because um, if I if I'm if I'm able to really master my my, my punt punt return ability, abilities, that really gives me the gives me the chance to have at least two to three. Um, potential positions on every phase of special teams that I could be put on and that just maximizes my ability like if, if I only played returner and there's only maybe I get let's say uh, four returns kickoff and punt in total and what if all of those are like fair catches or um, um, touchbacks or anything you know mm-hmm. I can't rely on that so I, right. I gotta I gotta just do as much as I can and take as much as I can I got the possibility maybe the possibility to get Two reps on every position, or maybe one just uh, on every single phase of special teams, and that's that's going to be the goal. Just get as much as I can, much to to get my chances as high as possible.
1: It's
2: mm-hmm. to more, really more show can, up. The more yeah. you can do, the more I can do, and the more mm-hmm. reps I can get on in the
1: preseason and, and show up. You know. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to you know last preseason, the big run that you had in the preseason game. I mean, not the run per se, but the reaction of, of the guys on the team, you know, when, when you had that run. How much did that mean to you, just to see the way that the bench reacted, the guys around you reacted? Um, it meant a lot to me. I mean, it, it shows,
2: It shows. Um, I mean, I saw all the smiles on the, I mean, not in the situation, I mean, I was just in in my, my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. But watching it, I mean, obviously I saw the, the coaches and players be happy about it. I mean, just... Because I think some of the... I know for a fact, like, a lot of the players and, and also coaches, like, they trusted me and they, they believed in me. And the way that I uh, actually was able to just use the opportunity and uh, show up just made them happy just as uh, it made me happy as well. And it also speaks, like, to the relationship I had with uh, with other people. Like, if if I had a bad relationship with most of the people, they probably wouldn't be happy if I had that run, right? So um, it speaks a lot about that, and I was just... I, I always love the, the the team spirit you know um, that's something that even though it's a business here you know and the people mm-hmm. come and go all the time I guess uh, that makes it harder for like teams to come together mm-hmm. and I think the Giants have done a really good job in the like, past past years to mm-hmm. really make it feel like this is a family here
1: how much would it mean to you to get that regular season opportunity
2: I mean that I mean any everything I mean that's uh, I will I will be the first one uh, of my country to do it um, there's, there are some that have tried it, you know, going to college, going to high school even first, and then go to college and make it to the NFL like that. Bernard Ryman mm-hmm. for the Colts was drafted in the third round now, and he mm-hmm. went that way. For me, that was just never really the option, because I just had, academically, I just had great opportunities to study mm-hmm. medicine in Austria, and uh, mm-hmm. I played football on the highest level in Europe. So, to me, there was never, I never got to the point where I said, like, I'm, I'm gonna risk this and go to college, and. Worst case, I just don't make the effort and come back and study something else. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. try to go back into life over there. Um, so the way it happened was perfect. Now, making the team is obviously going to be harder, but it, it will mean everything to me if I could make it uh, in the regular season. I mean, it, it's already like you can imagine how big it is over there. Like I mean, obviously I'm I'm a sports figure over there too. But all the youth kids, like I used to coach, some of them I never actually coached because they were in different age groups. All the youth co- uh, players in, in not just my club but all of Austria all the national teams, um, because we have like five le- leagues over there. Um, they, they were all super happy and super excited about that run. You know, mm-hmm. my, some coaches from Austria sent me a video about all the kids after practice running for forty-eight yards <laughs> down the field because, because I had a forty-eight-yard run. So, nice. That was pretty incredible, and uh, nice. I don't think uh, I think sometimes just as a, a lot of people in austria never realize how big football is in the u.s unless the people that know you know mm-hmm. i think a lot of your uh, americans don't realize how big it
1: is over there too nice last thing for you you have another uh, pathway player on your roster this year roy and i'm going to try to pronounce the last name Mabateka, but uh, i'm going to have to figure out if that's the right way to pronounce it or i think not. it's uh mbeteka mbeteka yeah. there we go what I'm curious about is, obviously, you know, he's coming from a different country. But can you help him at all in his in his adjustment? You know, because you're an old timer at this now. <laughs> can can you can you can you give him you know any guidance at all? Uh, for sure. I mean, the Giants, especially
2: Ashley Lynn, asked me to to help him a little bit, show him around, show him how things are. You know, how how to start living in the U.S. Um, coming from Pathway and I I mean I give him a car ride every single day I mean uh, I took him to Barber and stuff like that you know explain things to him. the the difference is that um, I mean I knew him before I've been been, I saw him in Arizona was training over there for a week so Mm -hmm. uh, um, I try to always be connected to all the Pathway players and and help him out even to get players that eventually don't make it you know Mm -hmm. I still like talk to them and tell them like hey what's important and everything you drive
1: him in here every day or?
2: uh yeah i drove him in this morning nice. uh usually back home too nice and um the <laughs> difference, got a
1: big car <laughs> <this> is,
2: <laughs> but uh, the, i mean the difference is that i mean he, he comes from a different country like if right. he was from austria i could probably help him even more
1: mm-hmm.
2: um obviously like i mean he speaks well he speaks good english but nigeria is a different country than, than austria like right. he for him like paying taxes is like is new Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing new for me in, in Austria. Like everything in Austria is done very similarly
1: mm-hmm.
2: in Nigeria, not so much, I think. So that's a, that's something I can't really help him with. I can just try to help him, like how to get his uh, social security, how to, I mean, have connections to find a car and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, start living here and really just as long as he doesn't have his visa yet and mm-hmm. just help him out and give him rides. And I obviously understand I was in the same situation back then, especially during COVID. It took, a, it took a long time to get that social security number and uh, be even allowed to
1: have a car and all that stuff. So many things that people don't think about Yeah, in terms absolutely. Of coming over here and living in a new country. Absolutely. Okay, Sandra, appreciate the time. Thank you much. Thank, thank you very much. That's our show for today, Giants fans. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thanks to Sandro Platsgummer for uh, giving us a, a healthy chunk of his time last week at, at OTAs. Please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please remember to take care of each other, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals.